baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And yet again, our top story is Hurricane Ian, even though it's long gone and doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, it's still uh, still impacting stuff here. Right, David? Yes, it's lingering. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess now, you know, after talking to NBC 12, it's really now like a low pressure system, I guess, uh, that's off the coast. And it's there's some high pressure off New England and it's creating a situation where they're having some issues along uh, coastal, Virgi- coastal Virginia, basically. Yeah. So there's a, this pressure system is basically the winds are pushing this water along the coast in such a way where in sort of the tidewater areas of Virginia, especially the sort of Southeast Virginia along Virginia beach, sort of that neck of the woods. Um, they're expecting some coastal flooding less than they were initially expecting though. Thankfully um, it's about one to two feet right now for that sort of Southeast Virginia region I mentioned. Um, and then in like Northern neck, central peninsula region uh they're still expecting some coastal flooding but a lot less than anticipated um yeah apparently the winds shift the wind shifted from an an easterly wind to a wind coming from the north and uh it was a shift for the better so. Yeah, because easterly, you're basically just pushing the water right onto land, whereas northerly, it's, I mean, it's probably not good for that that tip area of um, of the eastern shore and, you know, maybe a little bit in, uh, at, you know, in areas of Virginia Beach, but still, it could have been a lot worse having that, that you know, strong winds plus high tides plus plus the whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. you know, really combining and, 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 and they're seeing additional flooding in those areas anyways, um, more often because of climate change, rising sea levels, um, land subsidence. This is all stuff that uh, Andrew Frieden was telling me about this morning. And so mm-hmm. when you've got water coming on land, it's much easier for it to come on land. Plus there's more of it to come on land and it just creates, it creates issues. So, yeah. I do know on none of the school districts down in that general area had school today. I know there were some voluntary evacuations in spots. Uh, Chincoteague Island basically said, you know, you don't have to evacuate, but we're issuing a voluntary evacuation er um, order. If you want to get off the island, it's probably a good idea. Um, Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever visited uh, Chincoteague Island, but there's a there's a causeway that gets out there. It's basically a road that rides right along the water. And it becomes a certain point where um, if the water level gets high enough, you can't get back to the, uh, the mainland. Yeah. From, Jeez. you know, from, uh, from there. So uh, I can understand why people were, were considering possibly taking the voluntary uh, evacuation order. It's a beautiful area, but you know, it's tough to get off of if it's, if it's flooded. Logistically difficult. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless you've got a canoe or, you know, you know, uh, a, a kayak or something along that yeah. line. So, um, 
But, you know, the good news there is apparently the winds were from the north, you know, like you said, northerly direction. So we don't have to to worry too much about that. Uh, it's also the reason why it is like December out there today. Um, pretty, pretty darn chilly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was 48 when I got here this morning. And, you know, I haven't been back outside, but according to the weather, it hasn't, you know, cracked 55 today. Yeah, I'm look. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the temperature right now. If my phone will actually move in a, you know, for the amount I pay for the for the uh, um, <laughs> iOS on this thing, you think uh, this? Oh, it's 53 degrees. So it okay. really, it Follow really me. is like a December high today. Yeah. So that's uh, part of the reason it's just sort of uh, pinching that all in. Uh, Andrew Frieden did say it's going to get up to the 70s though by Thursday. So. So, but then it's going to be chilly in the mornings again. So it's, it, it, we're, we're, we're really moving into fall basically. Yes. So, so um, tied into this, you also talked to Dominion. Um, how did they manage to come through Ian um, and whatever is going on over the last couple of days? How, how, how did that work out for them? Yeah. So uh, in talking to Dominion, they said basically because Ian was so much weaker by the time it hit Virginia, you know, it did cause, some significant power outages or just power issues, but um, it was well within their sort of comfort zone for lack of a better word, uh, where they, uh, there were 195,000 outages. um, And that was mostly due to the damage that was done over Friday night into Saturday morning, they said, but uh, that was by the time I talked to them this morning, that was all resolved. Um, so they got it, they got all the power back on, uh, pretty quickly, uh, for folks in Virginia. They said Virginia was back up to a hundred percent for Ian related outages. You know, they, they have like an interactive map and there are still some outages here and there, but they said that was all unrelated to Hurricane Ian. Yeah. That's other stuff they're working through. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at the amount of damage I've seen in my neighborhood. Not that there was a huge amount, but I, I, there were some trees that were down. So I was kind of kind of surprised by that. And there was some continued like minor damage even through, you know, uh, this past night. Like, you know, the, the, the system, like we're talking about with the flooding, the system isn't gone necessarily. But uh, so we're kind of dealing with the aftershocks, I guess you'd say, of this. Of, of the hurricane uh but dominion is not worried about it from what they said gotcha speaking of energy speaking of climate change speaking of any number of issues uh the governor decided today to um announce his proposed energy plan um and the reason this all ties in is because um he rejected and kind of criticized the previous energy plan which was driven a lot by uh trying to react to climate change um, Governor Yunkin announcing that what he wants is an all of the above approach. Um, and, and basically it would include carbon based sources, um, very, very heavily heavy on nuclear. Um, and, uh, that is one difficult word for me to say, by the way, let me tell you, yes. I've run into that many years of listening to George, uh, W. Bush mispronounce it. Um, just nuclear. of course it makes me have to think about it every time I, I try to pronounce it. Um, but heavy stress on nuclear um, and um, talking about small modular reactors. I do not know how that would work. I am not an engineer. I'm a journalist for a reason. I don't know. How, I mean, are you talking about reactors on the back of 
vehicles. I mean, who who knows? That makes makes no sense to me whatsoever. I'm sure there is a perfect science behind it. I don't get it right now, but that's just me. But I'm um, talking about doing more more of that type of generation of power, um, which would be non-carbon. Um, of course, you got to deal with the the waste from all of that. Um, but so that would be be cleaner energy. But um, he criticized the Northern administration's goals as being inflexible and um, unachievable on current technology because they were pushing to have zero carbon by I want to say 2050, um, and uh, and like. 50% by 2035. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. It was, it was something along that line. And, and Youngkin didn't believe that it was going to be doable and that it was going to be too costly. So he's proposing a different plan um, using a number of sources. Um, Democrats, not surprisingly, are criticizing the plan. Um, in fact, uh, Senator Scott Cervell pointed out that Lego, who announced they were coming here, announced they were coming here in part because of the zero carbon plan. So um, he was, um, he was, uh, you know, suggesting that, you know, why are we going against the thing that has attracted companies to come here? But that's, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Lego didn't make their decision based entirely on that. It may have been one of their plans, but there, there are numerous uh, things that go into that decision making, just to be fair to the uh, Youngkin administration on that. But uh, this all needs to pass the general assembly anyways, and we still have a split general, general assembly. So I don't foresee, um, much movement on that. This this next upcoming general assembly session is going to be a whole lot of hold and let's see what happens with the elections in 2023. So <laughs> good, news, good news is we're doing those the, the full general assembly in 2022. So <laughs> I've got some time to prepare for coverage of that. Um, we just got Congress this year. So final story we covered, uh, you spoke to Chesterfield. There was an interesting uh, case that sort of broke Friday afternoon where a body was found in the middle of the road. I, I believe it's in the Bensley area of this of uh, Chesterfield County. What information were you able to find out on that that incident from uh, from Friday? Yes. So uh, basically, on Friday at like five in the morning, um, some Chesterfield police officers responded to a call, and when they got there, um, there was they found uh, a guy who uh, was basically laying in the road with multiple gunshot wounds and he had, he had died in the medical uh, examiner's office later, you know, concluded he had died from the multiple gunshot wounds. Um, and that was on Friday. Um, and some time passed. And then on Sunday, yesterday, as we're recording this, um, I don't know exactly what time Sunday, but they arrested um a suspect in this shooting, a 21-year-old suspect uh, who is now being charged for uh, second-degree murder and uh, use of a firearm in commission of a felony. And uh, Chesterfield police also uh, specified that they do not, uh, at this point, have any, they do, they do not think this was a random incident. They think that they knew each other and so, like this was not a random killing. Yeah, they, um, they don't have a, an exact motive yet, though, correct? No, or at least they weren't willing to specify an exact motive. Um, but they, uh, my suspicion is that they have an inkling of something if they have already come out and said, you know, we are pretty sure this was not random. Yeah. Um, 
But it, it is also worth noting uh, the, the names of the two men escape me right now, but the, the victim was 36 and the suspect is 21. Uh, so, you know, as more information on this case comes out, I'm curious to see, yeah, what motive the, uh, the prosecution settles on and that sort of thing. Understood. Understood. So, yeah. So, uh, again, that was a, an interesting crime from Friday that, uh, you know, when we first heard body in the road, we thought oh, maybe it was a pedestrian hit. And nobody saw, you know, and then to find out it was a, a, a homicide that involved gunfire was, you know, cha- the story angle changed on that a little bit as time went on uh, over yes. Friday and through the weekend. So. That basically is what we have for you today. Obviously, we'll continue to keep an eye on the uh, tidal flooding tomorrow as well and anything else that breaks. Um, you know, obviously, the, the winds hopefully will continue to stay to the north and we won't have to worry too much about, uh, and, you know, heavy flooding. But still, it's something we got to keep an eye on, especially down in Hampton Roads uh, and the Eastern Shore. So we'll do that for tomorrow. So, again, this has been the latest edition of It's News to Us. He's David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 